0: Yo, what's up, buddy? What's up, what's up? Oh, man, your voice sounds good. (laughs) I'll take that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right, guys, so I got my boy Alex here, uh, and he is, I'm gonna let you explain a little bit, but he's a good friend of mine. Um, He's been around for a while. As far as Rebel Reaper and the brand, that's kind of how we met. I mean, he's been out to our shows, um, our events. He's been very supportive. Uh, He's a good friend of mine. He's military. So thank you for your service. Hey, appreciate the support. Thank you very much, brother. He's a very big Second Amendment advocate. Guilty. Enthusiast and uh, extraordinaire. So he has a lot of experience in the gun world. Um, he builds guns. So, I mean, we got a lot of cool topics we're going to talk about, like music and a bunch of other rad stuff. Oh, yeah. We'll definitely keep it spicy for you all. And he rides. So a plus. Can't complain. Dude, you got the trifecta. Right, you're a badass vet. <laughs> you know what I mean. You're, you 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 deal with guns and you ride motorcycles and you're a cool dude. And I still drum as well. So, oh really? I forgot about that. There's he's a man of many talents, people. <laughs> so he's the perfect man for a podcast. If you haven't listened, he was on one of the previous ones back when our podcast sucked. Uh, you remember? It didn't suck. I mean, we had minimal variety in a sense, but it was still spicy. It was very bare bones. <laughs> Like, uh, I did one with Roddy. He was here the other day, and you're familiar. You know Roddy. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, the, yeah. And uh, we were talking about the days where we just had our phone out, and we were talking on the phone. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> when this was back in the day when Alex was there and a lot of other friends, and we were like, yeah, man, you do want to do a podcast? And it's like, where's the setup? Oh, uh, it's just our phone. <laughs> we're just <laughs> like, going to talk into our phone. Hold on. Let me put my password in real quick for you. <laughs> Dude, let me turn off my phone real quick. How rude of me. So... <laughs> Man, that was extremely rude. Okay. I have to put it on. Do not disturb. There we go.
1: Reminds me of uh, the intro to my episode where Roddy had to yell at you to put your phone down. Oh, there's my alarm again. <laughs> dude,
0: my life revolves around alarms. So I forget everything unless I have an alarm on. Um, I'm on the same boat with you at okay. work. Yeah. Yeah. You're a very busy dude. So I appreciate you taking the time to do this. Oh, I'm happy to be here, man. Today's Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Me too. <laughs> it's another on, day. All I see on my stories when I woke up this morning for Instagram was like, party at my place. Let's get, you know, this get get this going. Who wants to come? And I'm just like, I'm not into that, dude. Sorry. But
1: I mean, it, it is what it is kind of thing, but let alone there's not really a team I support for the Super Bowl and with it, it's not that big of an event for this year for me. So, mm-hmm. it's just another day that ends in why.
0: Yeah. Dude, that's a good, that's a good one. So tell the people a little bit about yourself, man. Just kind of wrap up a little bit about who you are, you know, what you're about, military, all that.
1: Yeah, definitely. So, uh, Alex Travelant or Trav, whichever you want to take. Seven days sober. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, native born to Phoenix, uh, almost 11 years in the military right now. Uh, still going. Still active. Yep. Still active. Nice. Love cool. every bit of it. Well, of it, uh, portions of it, and you're building custom guns these days. Yeah, definitely uh, doing more on the two alpha side with uh, building and cleaning. Cool, and especially man. just finished up a 300 blackout for myself. You built one for me. Oh yeah, yeah. So that I, was really I, I revived your rifle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there, so uh, it
0: got to the point where. You know, during the whole pandemic thing, everyone's out buying guns. I was like, dude, I've been done doing that. All right. Exactly. Like, you've been been done doing that. Um, Until you (laughs) would. Yeah. And I was just like, you know what? When the whole pandemic hit and I'm standing in line and I'm just like, what is going on in the world? And it started getting crazier and crazier. And I just wanted to get some nine mil ammo so I can go out and practice. And dude, I'm standing, next thing you know, I'm standing in line for three hours just to get a box.
1: Yeah. You're standing in line for a day and a half. And then once you get up there, you're realizing, wait, I'm spending. 50 bucks on a box of 20-round ammo? Yeah, and it used to be
0: so cheap, dude. I mean, it used to be, what, a box of 50 you can get maybe for, like, 10, 15 bucks. Like, Normally. Yeah, not not the crazy expensive stuff, but just plinker ammo. Yeah, exactly. But, um, Now you have to actually go out there and buy hollows just to even practice,
1: and you're just like, oh, each bullet. <laughs> yeah, you, you can feel your wallet getting lighter and lighter after each round.
0: Yeah, I'm just over here like
1: oh our ouch. bullet is going <laughs> and another one bites the dust
0: yeah exactly dude i gotta get that one as a Ooh, as a as a sound that'd, on be here. that'd be cool yeah i just uh i made all these brand new uh sounds for alex specifically to be on here because <laughs> i knew we were talking about guns so you guys are gonna hear some of those i'm having fun with it dude it's all about you, having fun you gotta roll with it yeah, yeah yeah all right man so uh what's your what's your what's going on in life these days for you man
1: uh, definitely been staying uh, really busy with the military for sure, especially yeah. uh, with uh, COVID hitting harder on the Department of Defense side because now it's been a huge, I, would, I wouldn't want to really say issue, but hot topic mm-hmm. of that if the service members aren't vaccinated or they're refusing to get vaccinated, overall, they're getting uh, chaptered out. <laughs> That's so disappointing
0: because I have a lot of friends that are in the military, dude. Yeah. And uh, you know the whole story, but the people listening don't know that. Um, so hearing all my military buddies and, like, how much they've sacrificed and done into this and the time they put into this and then just to be able to throw that on you guys without having a choice has just been absolutely ridiculous. But, you know, who the fuck am I? But, I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just I, That's just my personal experience with it. But... It's such a bummer, dude.
1: It is. It's rough, especially I have buddies that are on the spectrum where they've done 15-plus years in the military, and now because they're refusing to get the vaccine, they're getting chaptered out. Yeah, that's nuts, dude. Literally almost on that final stretch, and boom, hit that brick wall now. I have my buddy Bobby who um, um,
0: I've known him for the last couple years. He first started off as just a customer. Mm -hmm. You know, He came in, he bought a custom vest, and uh, it turns out, once he picked it up, we just started talking for a couple hours about just music. And I was like, dude, you're into hardcore. That's like you're, awesome. Yeah, you're into metal. You're into this. You're into the concerts. And it, we just turned out from there. And we went on writing a couple times. And he turned out to be a really solid dude. Anyway, the reason for bringing him up is he's in the mil- he was in the military. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now he's looking to be in the firefighter group up north oh nice yeah i think he uh i can't remember if he said he actually did get accepted to be able to be up there and do that but that's what his next move is to move into that
1: that would be awesome yeah i have two
0: military buddies that are now uh firefighters so that's cool um so what's your current uh i got a distraction behind you so i'm like (laughs) (laughs) i'm like trying to uh
1: yeah focus straight it's like oh piece of candy
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um so what's your what's your current next step right now as far as uh you know you, you're you're working from home?
1: Uh so it's been on and off of either working remotely or I'd actually go into the office for work, but okay. it fluctuates a lot on depending on the health level of our facility. Are you training anyone right now or I honestly wish I was. Um mainly more now I'm just getting uh soldiers prepped and ready for they're up for mobilization to go somewhere. Okay. So what are the steps are um these days, you know,
0: did you just one day decide, I want to be in the military? Like, how how did that all start?
1: Yeah, um, it was a bit of a study process for me because I definitely wanted to enlist, but I just wasn't sure on what branch I really wanted to join at the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, uh, so I went to each different ones. Well, I should say almost because the Air Force was completely shut down. The only way they were taking you is if you wanted to go into nuclear engineering. Oh, stay away from that. Yeah. Holy smokes. So I was like, like, okay. radiation and everything. Uh-huh. Uh, no, I'm good. It's like hard pass. Thank you though. So you decided to go down your route. Yep. So I went down the army route. Mm-hmm. Um, Glad I did, honestly, especially after my other recruiters I talked to from the other branches kind of just jacked me around.
0: Yeah. So you met a lot of cool
1: people then I assume. Oh, yeah, definitely. Still friends with a lot of them.
0: Oh, absolutely. Nice. Or do you uh, do you have anyone that's like here in Arizona, or are they kind of just spread out through states?
1: I have a few here, and then most of them are spread throughout the states, and I have a few that are overseas as well. Cool. Are they kind of doing the same thing? Are they just
0: still active, or is there anyone that's not?
1: Yeah, um, I have th- some that are still active, uh, a couple that got out, and then a few others that went either reserve or guard. Mm, okay. Very cool.
0: So uh, now you're moving on into, on a side project, you're building, I mean, you've you've been in the gun industry for a while. Oh, yeah, definitely. When you are been a civilian, I
1: know you've worked at other places and stuff, which we won't talk about, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, with other shops and everything else I've been around, uh, yeah, definitely um, being active with uh, restoring, cleaning, or building uh, firearms, it's, it's awesome. And some mm-hmm. of the people you run into in the industry are pretty cool, too, to go with it. Yeah, I know you've – I've been to several
0: shops in the area as far as Arizona. I think Ammo AZ is probably the most common one I go to. Uh, Bear Arms, I step foot in there.
1: Yeah, Bear Um, Arms is another good one. Yeah, and um, and they're
0: based out in Scottsdale. Yeah, um,
1: yeah, I think they're still out in Scottsdale. Um, uh, Badlands Munition that I just stumbled across a couple months ago. Mm A bunch of cool dudes out there out in uh, Queen Creek. Nice. So they specialize a lot in uh, their own ammo as well. Very cool.
0: What, um, do you, as far as training, do you go out? Like, you know that I go to Cowtown, yeah. uh, but I go there every once in a while. But do you go to actual in-store shooting ranges or like, where do you go?
1: Uh, I'll bounce back and forth between, um, Scottsdale Gun Club or C uh, C2 Tactical. Oh yeah. C2 Tactical right there in, uh, North Scottsdale, right? Yeah. That's the
0: one. That's the one I usually go to okay. if I'm just kind of in the area and I want to get some out, some aggression. Exactly. <laughs> go out shooting. But not a lot of places these days have, like, full auto, um, you know, shooting and stuff like that. Although my buddy, uh, Vance, I don't know if you met him.
1: I think you might have mentioned him to me.
0: Yeah. He's come to the car and bike shows a few times. I'll have to introduce you guys next time. But he, um, he's military as well. Okay. And he currently works at a gun store, and they do custom builds and, like, full autos and stuff like that in there. And they do custom engraving and all that kind of crazy stuff. Oh, but nice. If you guys need a fully built, you should hit up Alex. He knows (laughs) knows what he's doing. Do you want to, what's your Instagram?
1: Oh, my Instagram is uh, X Turbo X Negro X. (laughs) And that's no joke. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's
0: really his name. Uh, Do you want to talk about how I misunderstood? And I remember (laughs) we we barely met and I told Alex and I was just like, I was already following him on Instagram. I don't know why it didn't (laughs) hit me, but I remember asking you, dude, I'm like, cause you know, uh, he has darker, a really nice tan, I guess you could say. But uh, not to the point where I would assume you were black. I said, <laughs> "Are you Mexican, bro?" And you said, "No, I'm black." And I was like, jaw uh, dropped. What? <laughs> I was like, okay, very cool, man. And then I, I and then it hit me. You're like, well, my Instagram name is Turbo Negro. It's like, damn, you're right. Why didn't I think of that? So mine's just Matt Moto. It's pretty boring, hey, but still spicy enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, How did you decide that name? Were you like into turbos or like? Uh at that was time, that I definitely
1: was, and uh, then. Uh, yeah, just a little bit of a, a nickname kind of deal. Especially mm. at that time, I was like almost a Ricky Bobby status of I want to go fast. <laughs> I want to go fast. Uh, so you had a nickname. Was that your was that your nickname Turbo? Yeah, Turbo or Turbine. Mm. It was uh, my nickname. And then uh, at that time as well, I was a really really big fan of the band Turbo Negro as well. Oh yeah, I knew they were around too. I remember listening to them a couple <laughs> times,
0: and I was like, wow, that's their name. So right. But you're not part of it though.
1: I listen to them on and off, yeah, but yeah, nothing yeah. else more. Cool. So cool. even though with it, I still decided, you know what? I'm going to keep the name.
0: Yeah. But we are kind of in the similar music. I know that you're into metal. Oh, yeah. Um, I know you're into some hardcore bands. I know we've talked about stuff like that. But what do you listening to these days? Like if I went on your Spotify, do you have Spotify? Yes, I do. And then you had a playlist. Oh, what, yeah. What's
1: the most common that I would listen to? Uh let's see. It probably be on my workout playlist. So mm-hmm. I really love to go heavy on that one. So. Yeah. It'll be definitely a crazy mix between, like, the gen of Animals as Leaders, um, nice. Death Chords from uh, Appending Doom. Nice. Chapel, definitely for sure. Oh, yeah. That's um, good stuff. Yeah, right? Dude, when I, when I have a playlist for the gym, I need, like, something that's super angry. Yeah, I need that fast aggression. I can't listen to, like... Bad Bunny or anything else of mm-hmm. that nature In the gym that everyone else loves to listen to
0: Yeah I mean you're pretty active at least on your social Media about mm-hmm. working out So oh, yeah. w- uh, do you do a lot of Strength training or is it more hypertrophy Or what do we do?
1: Uh, I'd say it's a mix of Strength and endurance Okay. Um, mainly more endurance because uh, I want to get back into racing for sure and competing Nice, nice. So Racing uh, what? Uh, Spartan races and Tough Mudders Oh right yeah I've always wanted to do a Spartan race Man bro they're a blast Are they? Mm-hmm. Trifecta three times already what time of the year do they do that? Uh, they do them every year all over. Okay. Uh, like, I know there's two races coming up here, uh, not this weekend, but the weekend after.
0: Really? Are you going to be doing that one?
1: Uh, I'm going to try to, honestly, yeah. Okay. Because but- I
0: know, th- not this weekend that we're currently in, but the next weekend, mm-hmm. you and I are going to be out at the uh, Builder's Showcase at the Hideaway. Yep, up in Cave Creek. Yeah. So yeah. if you're listening to this before then, which I don't know if it will be before or after, um, but Alex is going to be the guy that's going to be out there with me. And uh, we'll be slinging T-shirts and all a bunch of cool shit. So so come on
1: out, say hi, buy a T, say what's up.
0: Yeah, yeah. And if you listen to this after, you're like, oh, that was the guy. That was <laughs> the guy, Alex. Yeah, that's him. Um, so, yeah, as far as uh, music, I think it's huge, dude. Um, when I grew up, I usually grew up in the high school days. I was going to, like, hardcore shows and stuff. I didn't really do too much rap. I think the only rapper I've seen live was like Wiz Khalifa. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not afraid to admit that. It was actually a pretty good show. I um, he puts up some good shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what's the latest show that you've been to? Wow. Um, it's been
1: a good minute since I've been to a show.
0: Well, the pandemic, hit, so it kind of ruined everything.
1: Yeah, I definitely put a huge brick wall in front of that one. Um, let's see. I think my last band I saw was Motionless in White. Who were they? Uh, so they're like... Uh, Roth Industrial Metal. Okay. So what's another band that you
0: think is pretty popular that I would know off the top of my head to sound like them?
1: Ooh, to sound like them. Uh, or maybe
0: like a similar genre.
1: Similar genre. Hmm. I mean, probably not uh, close to similar on genre, but heavy hitting would be like older Chelsea Grin style kind of. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, I'm familiar. Yeah. I remember Chelsea Grin came out with a mirror. And Amir's a big, oh, huge, big I one did. on my playlist. A lot of people give him shit, but I was just like, you know what, dude, whatever. These days, you know, if someone tells me they don't like a band, I'm like, cool, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I still like them, and I'm listening to it. So, but that was probably one of my favorite shows, favorite shows of all time. So, there's a lot of concerts that are coming up soon. Do you have any on your
1: radar? Uh definitely. Motionless and White again. Uh, Kill Switch Engage. And oh, they're coming next week. Yeah, next week. Are you gonna be there? I want to go. Okay.
0: Well, if you do, I'm gonna be out there. Sweet. And then you'll meet my buddy Bobby and uh, Ricky will be out there too. So it should be fun. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be a blast. So Killswitch, and then who's the other? Uh, August Burns Red. Yes. Yeah, they'll be out there too. They're fun to see live. But I heard the other band. Um, I forgot the third one that's gonna be playing, but Howie from Killswitch Engage mm-hmm. is. Uh, he plays one of the instruments. I don't know if it was. Guitar or bass? I can't, I can't remember. But he, he's going to be doing the kill switch part and also for the, his other band, too.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, I'm trying to remember the name of his other band. But yet he's been in, like, so many other side projects that it's been unreal. But he's just overall talented, which is awesome. I have it in my phone,
0: but I don't want to pull it out because I can't multitask and I don't want to be rude. <laughs> so I'm going to hold <laughs> off on that one. Cool, man. So, But you actually, when you go to shows, do you enjoy being in the mosh pit area, I would assume?
1: On and off I do. Um, You got to be in the mood. Yeah, I got to be in the mood, let alone, honestly, for how broken I am, (laughs) it might not be the best idea. You get bumped in the hip and you're like, I'm down. Pretty much like, oh, take out my kneecap. That's it for the week. Yeah, Yeah. I used to
0: um, back in the day, just get in there. But there was always be that really... Angry person that would like have to get out their mommy and daddy issues in there. There's you know? always that one. Yeah, and I'm like, I gotta stay away from that dude because unpredictable. Yeah, is the way I like to describe it.
1: <laughs> Pretty much, because I remember uh, we had a couple people like that when I went to go see Thick as Blood and Kublai Khan over oh. at the Underground. Dude, you saw Kublai Khan live?
0: Yeah. Oh God, they're going uh, Swan Fest. Oh, they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll be out there. That was one of the headliners. I was talking. Oh, to- that'd be killer. Yeah, I was talking to someone about it yesterday, and I couldn't remember off the top of my Top of my tongue. But Kublai Khan I've always wanted to see live. Dude, they hit hard. Insanely hard. Yeah, their music videos are pretty nuts too. Oh yeah. They're actually super super entertaining. But uh, um,
1: it was funny um before they went on and played their set, they actually jumped into the mosh pit. Really? And started throwing down as well. Dude, those are my favorite bands that do that. Yeah.
0: Another big one is uh Terror. The lead singer from Terror does that. <laughs> yeah, he does. Um and then Stick to Your Guns, I've seen them live and then he did that once, but um, other than that, I didn't really see too many other that get in the no. middle of it.
1: Yeah, so a lot of those guys, uh, they it's amazing for them throwing down uh, a couple members from Molotov Solution when they were around. They mm-hmm. definitely threw down two, which I saw that they remastered a couple of their older songs. So nice. I'm keeping fingers crossed that means that they're going to come back. Nice. Because that was definitely one of my top bands back in the day.
0: Nice. I'm liking, a lot of these bands these days are doing remakes of like old softer songs, but mm-hmm. they're making it in a metal version. I actually enjoy those. Oh, if yeah. You, if you do find one, just send them to me. I'll listen to them all day. Oh, definitely. Okay. Because I'm, I'm going to have to get your Spotify after this. Oh, for sure. Because send me your playlist. Um, Cool, man. So let's get into uh, talking about guns. Here we go. Sweet. All right. So uh, what's your new favorite EDC right now?
1: Ooh, I'm bouncing between right now a Glock 19X and a Canic TP9 SC uh, Trophy Edition.
0: You got the bronze one, though, right? Yes. Yeah, that thing looks badass. That thing is a beaut. There's not many... Like, I tried to do the bronze thing on the AR-15 that you go for <laughs> me, <laughs> but that was homemade edition, okay? Not special edition. Yeah, home improvement. <laughs> yeah, and it turned out all right. You know, I was just kind of mingling around, just trying to do something a little bit different instead of just having black yeah. guns throughout my entire storage. Um, but... I think it came out pretty decent but not as cool <laughs> as what it does stock
1: with the connect that was actually
0: pretty rad um how many
1: rounds does that one hold uh so my 19x holds 17 and my kanic SC holds about uh, 15.
0: nice my favorite one right now is the uh um oh man the elite the elite uh oh man I forgot the top of my my brain is fried right now I think it was a uh, Springfield Oh, the XD Elite? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That one's actually super nice. I love that thing so much. Um, It's been pretty accurate. I've been more of a Springfield fan myself, um, and... My compact, I mean, that thing has been super accurate. My buddy, Eddie, which I'll have him on another podcast. Oh, cool. He's military as well. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, tell you, dude, like <laughs> all my friends that are badass are all military. Um, not that you guys that are
1: not aren't cool, but. Hey, you're all still badass in your own ways.
0: Yeah. But let's just say if there is an apocalypse, a zombie apocalypse, I know who to call. And it ain't going to be, be Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. <laughs> dude, see, that's why we're homies, man. We're on the same page. Like if you hear this alarm, like that one's not it. Yeah. Yep. You know who I'm calling? I, it, it, I'm calling all the homies,
1: and we're getting ready for war. It's going down like yeah. Chinatown. How would you handle a zombie apocalypse if it happened? As goofy as it would sound, i would probably be a little excited like this is actually happening. <laughs>
0: You're like, oh man, I know I know who to take out now because they zombies. <laughs> Guilty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we all we think we all
1: feel that way at some point.
0: Everyone has that one.
1: Yeah. Don't don't try to hide it.
0: Yeah. Exactly. But, yeah, I kind of feel like I'm a big fan of zombie movies. And I like End of the World, you know, like an asteroid's coming to destroy the Earth, like that kind of stuff.
1: Because, you know, with how many apocalyptic thriller movies there are out there, Mm -hmm. you got to realize, hey, if this actually goes down, I'm good to go. I know what not to do
0: because, you know, the people that are dying, it's like you're watching the movie and you're just, you know, staring there and you're like, I know what you're gonna do. I'm not gonna be that guy. Don't do it. I oh well oh, there he goes. Getting attacked by twenty zombies. Right. I told you not to go down that round. And they helped you. They tried. But yeah. yet you said no. <laughs> yeah, I'm the guy yelling at the screen like, I told you. You know, and then his friend in the movie does the same thing and then he ends up dying too. Yeah. And then there's only really that one person
1: that's left. That's me. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I'm that lone walker. Yeah, for sure, man. Do you watch The Walking Dead? um i like the older bits of it um honestly after what happened to glenn on the series it oh, dude, was hard was for me to watch up,
0: yeah i think i watched it like two or three times that scene although it was super messed up but yeah. i was so blown away of how real right it looked so yeah i think after that scene it kind of ruined it for me too i was like you guys you did some pretty brutal stuff in this whole entire series but going that route with Negan, Th- that I was, was like, "Dark, dude." I was like, "And then right in front of his girl, yeah, and all your homies, like, I don't whole blooded man." Yeah, I would have been the guy that just said, "You know what? If that's if that's me next, I'm just mm-hmm. just take me out now." I would just start running and got shot <laughs> and He's, just say, yeah. "You ain't gonna do that to me, bro." Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a brutal show, man. Yeah. What are you watching any other shows these days, or
1: um, not necessarily much. I mean, you're a busy course- man, so. Oh yeah, obviously with me being a Star Wars nerd like I am, I definitely finished up uh, the book of Boba Fett. Really? So did I.
0: Yeah, yeah I watched the last Wednesday it was the last season finale.
1: Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was okay. It wasn't as cool as Mandalorian, if I can say that. Did you watch that? I did. I loved Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. I honestly thought there was all uh missing pieces in the Boba Fett ending.
0: Yeah, and I was kind of thinking to myself, the, the last two episodes before it ended, I think we're probably going to ruin it for everyone. <laughs> but, <laughs> Spoiler
1: alert. Yeah. Uh,
0: turn it off if, you, if you're planning on watching that. Um, but I thought it was kind of weird the last two episodes. It was like Mandalorian, you know? And then he came in, and then Boba Fett's just kind of like doing his thing. And then towards the end, they came together, and I thought that was kind of cool. But
1: Yeah. I mean, my theory is for how Mando is in the last two episodes like that it's mm-hmm. probably building up to season three of the Mandalorian. It's gotta be. Yeah. It's gotta be.
0: And then, you know, cause when back in the day, uh, when you remember, um, oh, I forgot what star Wars that was where Luke Skywalker was fighting Boba Fett. And then Han Solo like turned around and then, Oh, hit and him in returned the, the Jedi. Yeah. 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 And then hit him in the backpack and then Boba Fett fell in that, that pit. Yeah. And then he, you like, where did he go? He's dead. It's like, you had six minutes total throughout
1: those movies, and you just died like that. Yeah.
0: So, it, and I like the story of how they did it. They made the Tusken Raiders not look like bad guys, and the right. whole time I thought they were, and they were actually just people. <laughs> you know. Yeah, what I mean? they're just pretty intelligent. Live. And then when you see Boba Fett punch out of the sand, that he's alive, and I'm like, wow, it, that's what sucked <laughs> me in. I was like, dude, he right? didn't die from that. And then I found out in that little pit thing with all the teeth, apparently. It digests you for a thousand years?
1: Yeah, so in the Sarlacc, it just slowly digests you over that time frame, which I'm like thinking, that is a horrible way to die. Yeah. God, that would suck so much. Yeah, because when he's down in there and you see that Stormtrooper right next to him as well and everything, I'm like, wow.
0: Yeah, yeah. That was pretty interesting, but it was a good show. Yeah,
1: definitely great. Um, I'm really excited to see the next uh, Star Wars series come out as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not really watching TV much these days, but when I saw that came on, Mm -hmm. um, because
0: Kiddo was... Playing through Disney Channel, and I was like, well, "Go back! What was that?" <laughs> it's like, timeout. Yeah, and I was like, I'll, "I'll get to that later." So then I just, I don't, I don't like sitting. If I'm going to start like a series, I don't like sitting and then having to wait till the next week mm-hmm. or two weeks till the next episode comes out. It's like I want to wait till it's all recorded, so I can just kind of watch it and binge out for a day because I don't yeah. have the time to sit there. <laughs> no, nah, I of, definitely don't blame you. You know what I mean? And just knock it all out, and I can watch the whole story instead of wondering what happened last. So
1: yeah, I mean. I was definitely on that same boat, but now I just get overly excited on things, especially Star Wars. I'm just like, oh, nope, I'm watching it now. Yeah. Either that, or I'll just go sit down and just play some Halo or some jazz like that. Yeah, you've been to Disneyland, you went to the Star Wars land and all that? I I want to. No, isn't California
0: Adventure the one with the Star Wars land, right?
1: I believe so, yeah. Yeah, we were supposed to go,
0: I think, last year. But with everything that was happening in California, I'm like,
1: eh yeah we'll
0: have to do it another time
1: well since california wants to be its own country right now oh, let's talk about california oh uh i'm from california <laughs>
0: <Orange> <laughs> you, mean county you, you escaped california <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i moved out to arizona about 16 17 years ago um but i'm originally from old town orange like orange county oh nice so yeah not too far uh, kind of slash anaheim because i've been bouncing back and forth but most of my childhood grew up there but in old town orange they had a like a lot of um, hot rods and car oh, shows yeah. kind of like similar to what we do today, but just mixed in with bikes. Um, so that's a cool thing. I, I always kind of grew up and, and did that. But when I went to go visit there, I think it was last year just to visit um, my dad for about a week. Yeah. And it, it was just a completely different vibe, dude. Everywhere I went, they were like, you got to put on a mask. And I'm like, no, I don't. Oh <laughs> You, you got to put one or you can't be in here. And I'm like, Okay, yeah, I'll just do it, not because you told me to, but because right? I want my Chipotle bowl and eat,
1: <laughs> and I'm hungry. No, it's completely stupid, because yeah. uh, last year when I went out there, I was just pumping gas, and as I was, some rando came up to me and started actually pointing and yelling at me, causing a scene, saying- You're outside? Yeah, outside pumping gas, <laughs> with no one else around, yelling psycho. at me, saying, you need to put a mask on right now. I'm like- who are you? Really? That's, that was my question. I'm like, who are you to mandate how, what I should do right now? Yeah, you have no idea what I can do to you, bro. Right. <laughs> Go it's ahead and like, take a step back. It's like, come at me, bro. I'll be looking spending money on five bucks a gallon out here.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not just that, the overinflated taxes. Like, yeah. trying to start a business out there, for example, would be, like, there's a lot of people in the industry that do parts and stuff out there in California, mm-hmm. and there's apparel companies, but, like, if you were to start today doing what we do, it would be Ooh, that'd be, that'd be rocky. Crazy expensive. Um, so, I, for one, I love Arizona because you can open conceal carry and there's no gun laws out here. Yeah, it's
1: the thing I love about Arizona that we're such a constitutional carry state mm-hmm. that you can open and conceal without a CCW. Granted, it does give you a big plus to have a CCW. Yeah. Especially if something went down. Exactly. Just, yeah. of course, if you're caught on native reservations, you're kind of SOL. I should probably renew my CCW. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think I have another year on mine. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, I think I'm way overdue on
0: mine. Uh, but, yeah, the thing about California is, like, just from everything I've seen in the mm-hmm. news, not just that, but you're scrolling through Instagram and you see someone getting robbed in broad daylight just having lunch, dude. Yeah. I mean, there was a guy with his girl and just in the middle of a restaurant, these guys came with just hoods and like put a gun up to him and you, you can't hear the audio, but he's pointing at his wrist, obviously to take off your watch and then give yeah. you your
1: wallet. And everyone around is just staring,
0: doing yeah. nothing.
1: So it's <laughs> unreal. Uh, Cause I saw a video not too long ago of uh, someone sitting at a red light in California and uh, this challenger comes up behind it and uh, bumps it mm. and Puts the car a little bit forward. Uh, the guy of uh, first car gets out, like, "Hey, what are you doing? What's going on?" And it turns out the guy that bumped him was a group of uh, gang members that oh, robbed him and took his car. No way. Yeah. That's and then nuts, here you have in California, where if you own a firearm, if lucky, mm-hmm. and you put it in your car, you have to have the firearm completely unloaded, your magazine completely empty. And all components, including the bullets, dispersed throughout your vehicle.
0: God forbid you have one in the chamber, you're going to jail. Yeah, you know right? what I mean? Like, let alone not even having all that stuff. What are you going to do? You have the bullets just sitting on your passenger seat, and then you have an empty gun on, and you know. <sighs> Yeah. in your vehicle. What are you going to load it up in the middle of trying to get robbed?
1: Yeah, like, hold on. Let me tell my suspect. Time out. Time out. Let me get let me <laughs> get myself set. Right. And then we'll get going. Like, I, that's
0: another thing in the concept of like if someone ever broke into your house, God forbid, if you ever break into my house, it's going to be a bad day. Yeah, for you. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, w- what are you going to do? Like the the criminals always have this thing in the back of their head. They're just thinking, well, no one's going to stop me. Right? That's the scary part that I see out there.
1: Yeah, they have this mental mindset that I'm going to get away with this no matter what. Mm -hmm. And I mean, and the whole thing about like taking guns
0: away from uh, citizens that are just law abiding citizens. If you did do that, and when they were fighting that really big last year. Yeah. And luckily they failed. (laughs) Right. Who who says they're not going to try that again? But it's like, you know, you take away the guns from the law-abiding citizens, they have nothing to protect themselves. True. And also with all the police now not as active as they were, like, and the criminals know that.
1: It hurts seeing that, honestly.
0: It does, dude. It's like, you know, you being in military, a lot of my military friends, like, you're actually fighting for this country, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. you're trying to make it a better and safer place. So I can only imagine how you
1: guys feel. Like. Yeah. Well, a number of my friends that actually ended up getting out and went into law enforcement Mm-hmm they told me it's a completely different beast because of course going from dod to law enforcement it's completely different uh playing field and rules of engagement oh yeah because you got to
0: be careful because everyone anyone can say anything about
1: oh yeah hugely and one of the biggest biggest issues that i've seen and heard about is not having the proper amount of training oh yeah that's yeah that was another
0: thing and then but the thing is is there's plenty of good cops that I've seen out there. Oh, definitely. You know, and I know it's kind of a taboo thing in the motorcycle world to say this and that about cops or whatnot. But Mm -hmm. I have a lot of people that I know that are police officers and they're really good people and ones that have actually saved lives. Right. So it's kind of hard to really point one finger or the other. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know people had bad experiences and I've seen it. Yeah. But the news is only going to show the negative side.
1: Exactly. And I'm not going to let the opinion of one bad cop make my decision for every other, uh, police officer out there or any other law enforcement agent. Right. Because yeah, I can definitely say I've had a couple of bad run-ins with law enforcement. And Mm -hmm. one big one I had before was, um, this was a for real one driving while black. Mm -hmm. A lot of people think, Oh, that's, that's just an understatement. Oh, that's just racist. I'm like, "Eh, it's racist in a way, but it's real because yeah, at the time, I was driving a basically Purple Rain Edition Scion XB. Oh, there you go. <laughs> nice car. Yeah. But um, with how uh, gucci would it was, especially with my limo tint on there, yeah, I got pulled over and got still with it. Uh, officer comes up to my window, asked me, so uh, what are you doing out here this late, boy? I was like, it's going home, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, where'd you get this car? It's my car. Yeah, it says on the registration. And even had the nerve to ask me, are you sure about that? Uh, um, Yeah, here's my registration officer, see? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, just because of that incident to me, I'm not going to let it dictate how I should look and feel about all police officers. Yeah. Because that guy, I don't know if he was having a bad night or whatever else, but that's just the past.
0: I mean, me, like same thing in my situation. Like I'm, I'm white as a ghost. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Like I got no pigment <laughs> of tan at all. So anyway, I've gotten pulled over once and I, you know, had a bad experience and he was just extremely rude and I was being nice. You know, I told, right. You know, it's just communication. But at the same time, like you, that person, you don't know what's on their end. And if they did have a bad day, you know, yeah. just broke up with a girl or just lost their home or anything like that, you know? And, uh, just treating people how you'd want to be treated is just something how I grew up always. Oh, definitely. But that's not always, not always going to be your situation, especially, you know, when you're kind of not in a really controllable situation, like they can actually dictate whether or not you go
1: to jail. So exactly. Cause, um, yeah, I, I had, um, a really close family friend of mine, uh, Jeff Chapman who just, uh, retired from Phoenix PD. Mm. Um, amazing man. Like this guy was practically almost like a father figure to me, especially, mm-hmm. um, he was one of my scout masters when I was in Boy Scouts and everything. And just from those life lessons, what he's also taught me uh, while working as a police officer as well, mm-hmm. it just he helped mold me yeah. uh, growing up. Yeah, and so. it's
0: like uh, the good thing about, I know, the military and, and, and police force or just anyone who's in some kind of uh, role like that, it teaches you a lot about discipline. Oh, for sure. Like, one thing I've learned about you when we were working together, and I think this will be the first, first event that we actually worked together. Yeah. But the fact that you texted me two weeks ago, before the event's even happening, you were like, hey, man, are we still on for that? And I just looked at Lindsey, and I was like, this is why I fuck with Alex. (laughs) He is on point. He is on point. Like, he's punctual. He's professional. He reminds me. Like, usually I'm the one that has to text, hey, dude, are we still on? Or, hey, you know, this and that. Uh, Forever's helping me out. But, yeah, I was like... You know, you don't really have many people that like that these days. So. Not in this day. No,
1: because yeah. it's either I'm having to harp on even my own soldiers and previous employees as well. And then a lot of them want to wait until last minute. And then I'm looking at them like, "Uh, you knew this in advance.
0: Yeah. Yeah. One thing I have learned, I mean, it's just being self-employed and a business owner, like you don't have that luxury of just like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. You know what I mean? Right. Like you learn that punctuality of like, let's handle it. Let's get this done now mm-hmm. or else it's just going to keep adding up on top of that. So yeah. But all right, man, let's get into something else here.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um,
0: I guess what I was going to say, man, it, like, are you, you're you're native here in Arizona, right? Yes, I am. Okay. Do you ever plan on living anywhere else in the future?
1: Um, honestly, I, I, it's all based on where the military wants to send me, but, mm-hmm. uh, once I'm done and I retire, I'll probably come back out here and get some, uh, land and buy, uh, build a home out there.
0: Okay. But what other like like being in the military, like what other countries have you been to?
1: Uh, let's see at this point, um, at least for what I can say, um, my most favorite country that I've been to was, uh, South Korea.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting.
1: It was exciting. Did uh, many speak English out there? A good portion. uh, We went to a few provinces uh, where um, a lot of the locals didn't speak English, so you definitely had to brush up on learning hungul out there. Can you hire a translator? Uh, You could, Mm -hmm. but it did get a little pricey, so at that point it was like, you know what, I'm best off – Trying to learn it myself, especially if I want to travel by myself. Sign language with your hands like food. (laughs) (laughs) There were a few moments like that, I'll definitely admit. Yeah.
0: Well, I was supposed to go to Japan a few years ago. I remember um, I got my uh, passport and I was ready to go. I already bought the tickets. Like, I'm ready to go. And it was just going to be me. Like, I got a point in my life where I just kind of wanted to explore the world. Mm -hmm. Um, But long story short, I didn't end up going because it was other personal issues that held me back. Yeah. But I didn't even think about that. Like, if I went out there, well, <laughs> God, I hope someone can speak English and understand, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, Japan was a lot of fun, too. It yeah. was a little bit expensive out there, but it definitely a blast. Was there, like, a lot of that Tokyo Drift style
0: out there? or uh, In it, some areas, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Did they have all, the, like, the cool GTRs and all that stuff? Like, nice cars? Uh, beautiful cars. Really? Yeah, oh. it's... That's kind of
1: um, why I wanted to do it was at the time, <laughs> you yeah. know, I wanted to check it out. Yeah. But yet yeah, it was definitely confusing over there because here, of course we drive on the right and so on and so forth there mm. it's reverse as if you're driving in the, uh, the UK.
0: Yeah. that one thing. If I would travel to another country, I got to make sure I look at the logistics and I hire a lot of Ubers or whatever they use out there. Yeah.
1: Because yeah. like out there for Japan and then South Korea, Yeah. Uh, South Koreans, they kind of make up their own road uh, laws as they go.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've seen some countries, man, where there's like no paved and they're just driving. Yeah. And you're like, they're going to get in an accident. And then, nope, they're just driving like normal. Pretty
1: much. Um, I have one anxiety moment. driving <laughs> over there. For real. Like, I was in shock and awe when I saw one driver. He just ran over on a roundabout instead of going around it. And oh, man. I was just like, okay, yep, that's for real. <laughs> that's nuts. I
0: just wanted to kind of experience the culture of a different country. That's kind of maybe the main point of going. Oh yeah. Um, even though I know there's no in and outs or Chipotle's out there. A shame. I'll have to improvise. <laughs> yeah. Kids. But the, the, the main thing is like, I remember when I was booking it to go to Tokyo um, cause it was kind of a trip where I would hop from like Tokyo mm-hmm. to another portion another province and, and another city. Um, but a lot of them were like hostels for booking. Yeah. And I just didn't know how I felt felt about living in a bunk bed with like 15 other possibly men and women. I don't know. Or yeah, right. The
1: perfect strangers. Yeah.
0: And that was just like, I don't know who this person is next to me in the middle of a country. And I'm like, right. who are you? So that was one thing that kind of held me back on it too. But You kind of <laughs> have no choice when you're out there. Yeah, uh, pretty much. You do save a lot of money though, going to the hostels. Though, so you do, that was the, probably the main goal for
1: that. Cause granted, yeah, South Korea was uh, pretty cheap to travel around, mm-hmm. but, uh, for how small of a country it is, it's pretty populated.
0: All right. Yeah. I know the population was super huge out there. So uh let's talk about this now. So have you shot in a full auto machine gun? Oh, yeah. Dumb question for someone <laughs> of your, your experience. But what what was your favorite one? Oh, wow. Um,
1: shot a scar? Shot a scar. Nice. It's okay. Yeah. yeah scar it's, is not, like it's not as hyped up. Eh, it it's a it's an ant gun for me. An ant gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I'm talking like 50 cal. Like definitely up. shot a shot a 50 cal. How'd that feel? Mighty. Did you feel like a god. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm ready to face God or become him. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I like that. Uh, they do that a lot on Instagram. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty funny. So that was pretty fun because I got to shoot uh, full auto on that. Uh, shot a Barrett. Uh, that definitely oh, sent me flying god. back. Really. Yeah, yeah, um, but yet otherwise I would say my most favorite, uh, full auto was It's gonna be a tie. So Mm -hmm. it's a tie in between an mg42 Okay, or the uh, stromgewehr 44 both world war ii eras. Wow. Yeah, they did make some really good ones there I've
0: seen a lot of companies these days that do like a a, a replica Of the old school style, but obviously a lot more modern. Oh, yeah better technology (laughs) But yeah, some of the some of the stuff's pretty crazy. Um are you big into snipers at all or uh, on and off? I am. Yeah. Just depends if you're trying to hit some targets like that. Yeah. Uh,
1: varying if I want to go out uh, that far and touch someone. <laughs> yeah.
0: Cause I know in Arizona, you can literally just say, Hey, I want to go shooting and you got plenty of desert up North. Exactly. Go anywhere. But I know there used to be an old place by table Mesa. They, I think it's a little bit strict now cause they're building out there.
1: Yeah. They're building more out there. So they've been closing off a lot of the land. Mm-hmm. Um, more west um there's a lot more areas out there to go
0: like northwest uh yeah okay um yeah i know whatever you're talking in christian kind of lives in that area but there's a lot of empty land
1: there is um especially like if you're going further out away from west buckeye as well Mm -hmm. there's some good spots out there too
0: how does it make you feel when someone calls it a clip and not
1: a magazine it drives me bonkers. <laughs> it literally does. I am almost to the point again where I'm gonna start actually carrying an empty clip with me. Yeah. Once people start referencing to that, I'm like, here you go. This is a clip. And they're like, What? What are you handing me? A clip. Mm-hmm. That's not a clip. I'm like, this is a clip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Every one <laughs> of my military buddies are just like, Don't call it that. Yeah. Jeez. Especially as sad as it is, I work with soldiers that still call magazines clips and right. I have to walk away. You're Whenever they like, mention it, I got to end this conversation right now. I'm losing brain cells talking to you. I am. And that's literally how it feels because, mm-hmm. unfortunately, some of the soldiers that mention it are higher ranked than me. So I really can't just auto correct them on the spot. <laughs> right. So that gets me in the front leading rest. But then again, I look at them and say, you know what? Push ups make me sexy. So there's a lot of rappers
0: and rap songs that's called Eclipse. And I think they got super popular. And that's probably yeah. has to do something to do with it. But extend- extendos, Ooh. those are my favorite.
1: That or if uh, you want to really get Gucci and get uh, the drum mags. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, the
0: Glocks are huge with those. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think Springfield has a lot of stuff like that. And it's usually my choice. Uh, not yet, no. Yeah. But um, have you ever shot one of those MCK conversions? I have. Yeah. What do you think? I love. I own one. But honestly, when I took it out to the range and I was trying to get it sighted, mm-hmm. it wasn't really as accurate. You know, I don't know no. if that's had something to do with it. The actual mechanism or, you know, because that gun at the
1: time that I had in there was extremely accurate. So I don't know. They're a little, little finicky. Um I know at least on the first gens for MCKs, uh, they were a bit spotty. Mm-hmm. Uh The newer ones coming out, though, they have pretty much uh, kind of made them a little more solid.
0: Yeah. The well, the main reason I wanted to get a, a Glock 19 was the fact that they do make a kit that looks similar to the MCK. Yep. You know what I'm talking about?
1: The CAA ones? Yeah. yeah. And
0: it was only like 75 bucks. Or something like that. It's well worth it. Yeah. And I was just like, you can literally put it up against your shoulder and you basically just have a SBR. Exactly. and
1: Your I, little truck gun.
0: Yeah, exactly. But I was like, there's the the thing about Glock and why they're so huge, I feel like, is they just have so many different variations and options. It's like Legos for adults, man. Right. But I'm like, why are these companies <laughs> not getting on it? Why can't they do it for the ones that I actually want? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. They would make a lot more money based off that, too. Oh, there we go. Yes. I think that'd be a great idea, especially now that... Uh Springfield's releasing more editions of uh the Hellcat now, yeah, I'm actually considering jumping up on the wagon to shoot another one to see how I feel for it. I haven't shot
0: The Hellcat yet, but I know it's been a, another popular choice
1: um um it was different i'll I'll admit that because yeah. when I went to shot Show when they first introduced it in twenty twenty mm-hmm. um it was different for me because the only thing I didn't really like about it was once I started getting up and firing that thing mm. um the uh, mag groove between uh, the grip and the magazine mm-hmm. kept pinching my pinky every time I fired it. Oof, so, that's no fun. Yeah, so I'm, like, going halfway through, and as soon as I got to my sixth round, I just placed it down. I was like, thanks for the experience. And then being told, "Well, what did you think of it? Well, how did it feel for you? I'm saying, like, thanks for
0: the experience. Dude, I've had a time where my it, the middle between my thumb and my index got caught in between the slide. Oh, that what a bitch. Not a good time. No. I was like, okay, I'm done for the day. <laughs> Definitely bad in my moments. Yeah. So when you go into indoor shooting ranges, I talked
1: to this about Christian on the last one. Um, how do you feel about indoors? Um, Indoors aren't bad, honestly, depending on where you normally go. Mm-hmm. Because I usually more do indoors, so that way I can group in zero mm-hmm. my sights in. Yeah. And I can focus solely on myself.
0: Yeah. I just always were worried about, like, the guy next to me or the girl next to me. I don't know what they just went through that day. It,
1: it does put me on edge. Yeah. And especially whether it's, like, the person next to me either had a bad day or they're so brand new to the gun world that their first thought is, oh, look at me. I'm OG right here. Get, Let me get my Instagram. Let me get my selfie while flagging everyone.
0: Yeah. And then, like, aiming it at the ceiling. It's like, dude. And you're like, where is the... Uh, what are those guys called? Oh, where's the range safety? Where's yeah, the yeah, coach? Yeah. yeah. Come on, Ranger. Yeah. You at? Um, but yeah, I've seen people like that in person and, uh, it always kind of puts me on edge, man. So now yeah. I try, I, that's why I'll pay a little bit extra to go out to Cowtown or somewhere else and just yeah do some practicing. Out there. I
1: definitely don't mind, especially, uh, out there at Cowtown. I have a lot of good guys that work out there too. Yeah. So I definitely trust that group.
0: Well, when I usually go out there, um, because ammo is so expensive these days, mm-hmm. I posted a video up the other day. Um, and I like to do single round drills Okay. Uh, with multiple different magazines. So I'll do one pop and then just swap it out with a new, you know. Oh, so magazine. like a um, speed combat reload? Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that has taught me so much. It's taught me um, a little bit more discipline. Um, mm-hmm. Also being aware to put my safety on. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That was something that was huge when I was working with Eddie uh, when he was training me. And he said, you know, he's yelled at me quite a few times because when I was first training with him, he's like, dude. If you do it one more time and you don't have your safety on, (laughs) we are done. So when he told me that, I was like, thank you for being honest and telling me, because it is a huge deal. It is. It really is. You never know. Cause like, if you don't put your safety on after you're done, you know, and you just pick it up and let's say you're reloading or putting something up and you pop off an accidental, all
1: it takes is one. It does. Yeah. And that's the thing I've seen a lot uh, from other people is, um, the lack of trigger discipline. Yeah. Because as soon as they... Draw out or shoulder ready. Mm -hmm. Their immediate reaction after that is finger on the trigger. I'm like, no, don't take it off. Like, why?
0: Yeah, yeah, and or that, and you reholster and you accidentally pop yourself in the thigh. Yeah, you you better have a tourniquet near near, nearby for real (laughs) because that's not a good time, man. Yeah, that's bad juju right there. Yeah, yeah. So I think um, I'm I'm big. Do you put a lot of ambig on both your Guns usually when you're doing it? Normally,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, with it, I definitely, um, I would like to get out there and um, get full functions for my firearms and mm-hmm. my equipment, especially. Um, my idea and belief is that if you're buying um, stocks of equipment for for, for your firearms, uh, firearms in general as well, you want to test them to their full durability. Oh, yeah. So that means you getting out there like low crawling or everything else or getting down dirty with your equipment and everything you want to make sure that stuff holds up because guess what if it can't hold up at just a, a you being in the desert or at a range how the hell do you expect it to save you in real life exactly. once the scenario hits yeah that's
0: what hit me when i i used to well these days i'm a little bit smarter when i go out and buy things like i'll buy the um the upper and the lower and you can get them you know when you buy the lower and it's you know Polymer, obviously, it's a little bit less. Yeah, um, but these days now, I've done a little bit of the research, and you buy the upper and the lower, and you can you can build a full SPR if you're doing it right, like three fifty. dollars hundred oh, yeah. bucks, um, shipped. Like exactly, pretty good deal. Um, if you get that on the deals, but uh, like, what's the average would you say for like a build if you were to do it?
1: Uh, let's see, for a build, I say it varies on uh, mainly more the barrel length and everything. Okay, so probably. A standard 16 for me would be uh, costly around five seventy five for me for a full build without the optic. For a quality one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
0: I try to go, um, you know, bill it as much as I can with a lot of the parts, but uh, I'll try not to go with polymer. And those are usually just the practice guns. You know of what I course. mean? Of course. So, but when it comes to the really expensive ones, which I still got to show you some of mine. Oh yeah. Like those are the ones I didn't cheap out on. You know what I mean? Like get a radiant <laughs> charging handle, get an updated uh, bolt carrier group um, and in actually invest in something like that. Cause that'll sure. be home defense. You know what I mean? Oh
1: yeah. Cause I definitely always do my research, especially if I see a new company that comes out with something and yeah, I'll go out there and be like, "Oh, this looks Gucci for my piece. Yeah. And hopefully see to find that it's worth the buy or next. Yeah. Are you, uh, um, are you big into Arrow or are you love Arrow? Yeah. I know Absolutely. You've
0: told me that you've had a few Arrow. Another big one that I've come to learn is um, Bear Creek Arsenal. Mm-hmm. They um <laughs> they have affordable um uppers. I'd say probably in like the 2 to 250 range.
1: Yeah, I've explored uh, some of their stuff when you uh introduced me to them. Mhm. They're not really the most uh best looking uppers, I guess you could say. No, but they still get the job done. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> but uh if you were The one big thing I didn't like about them, though, is it has the side charging handle, which I'm starting to get used to.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a different one. Um, There's another company that specializes in the side charging handles, um, uh, Foxtrot Mike. Oh, yeah. I actually own a Foxtrot. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven and a
0: half. Yeah. So, I uh, liked it.
1: Got introduced to those guys at SHOT Show. Awesome crew. Love their products, especially their AR9s. Are they smaller business, or are they kind of...
0: Oh, um, uh, they've been blowing up a lot more lately. hmm Well, it's definitely more of an affordable, because they sell the whole entire kit, mm-hmm. upper and lower, right out the gate, and I think it was a good price point around 650 700 Yep. And I thought that was pretty good for an SPR.
1: Oh, phenomenal.
0: And it's quality. And I think they did a good job.
1: Oh, yeah. Between them, uh, Ballistic Advantage, and uh, there was another one I, I looked at, uh, Stag Arms as well, which, mm-hmm. funny yeah. as it is, Stag Arms is technically Aero Precision. Mm-hmm. It's just they only label it as Stag Arms if their employees at Stag touch it. Ah. Yeah, because they're all in the same factory.
0: Yeah, I remember you and I talking about it um, back when I was really big into the gun world. <laughs> and I was like, dude, how hard would it be to start your own gun store? Because honestly, I thought about doing that. But then the more I started doing the research on it is like, you know, when you guys go out and buy guns, you the, the, the profit margins for the person you're buying it from mm-hmm. is really not that dramatically huge. No. So that's why you'll never see guns usually on sale. And if they, Exactly. And if they're on sale, they're on sale for a reason.
1: It, it, right. And that's a, a big thing a lot of people fail to realize. And then also with it, um, for those that do like the raffles as well, mm-hmm. a lot of that has to go back actually to some type of charity or organization because it, once the audit comes down on you and they see that, Oh, you did this raffle where to go to mm-hmm. that can put you in some big trouble. Yeah, for sure, man.
0: I mean, I know a lot of companies and a lot of uh, small um, organizations that do like the raffles and stuff like that, but they mm-hmm. do make sure to specifically state that it's for a charity. So. Yeah. Yeah. That could be a big issue. Um, but yeah, man, once I found out about owning a gun store, like I was talking to Lynn about it and I was just like pumped. I'm like, I was driving home from Flagstaff, and that's <laughs> when it hit me. And I was just like, What if we start our own gun store? And then I started doing, and I was like, I don't know if this is such a good idea. It's a lot that goes into it. Yeah. And then you got to get approved with all
1: FFLs and all that. And yeah. it's just
0: like, dude, it sounds like a nightmare.
1: Yeah. Cause it's a lot that gets pumped into it just to get the FFL and then um, setting up the store just by itself to be uh, rated to be a gun store. Cause mm-hmm. you got to up your security. You got to go from A to Z on making sure that it's basically like, impenetrable as if it's like a skiff room
0: yeah and then you got to worry about the outside world trying to get in you know that yeah. would be a huge deal so let's go ahead and take a break real quick all yeah right. for sure all right hey what's up guys just want to take a quick break in this podcast we appreciate you listening but we also wanted to remind you if you haven't already subscribed to our youtube channel make sure you go ahead and check us out there now, we're also very active on Instagram, at Rebel Reaper Clothing. So make sure you go ahead and give us a follow. We're also on Facebook and many other social media platforms. Now, a good way to support this podcast, if you haven't already, regardless if you're listening on iTunes or Spotify or Anchor or anywhere else, if you don't mind taking a couple minutes out of your day just to leave us a review, let us know what you think about the podcast. It really does motivate us to continue doing this podcast and creating content for you guys. Now, another venue, you can check us out on our website, www.rebelreaper.com we do a lot of custom vests jackets jeans we actually have a 3d builder so you can actually build your vest or jacket in 3d and see what it looks like before you order it so those are the ways that you can support this podcast we do appreciate it now let's get right back into it all right guys we're back so i'm waiting for alex to get back he had to pop in the restroom real quick there he is you're finished what's up bud was, oh, I didn't even notice. You got the coyote, is that the uh, Glock X nineteen? X? Dude, that's the one I was thinking about getting next. Get it. Yeah, and think it was like six fifty nine.
1: That's ish, not a that bad price. 700? Um hmm, I seen it surprisingly cheaper at a shooter's world. Mm,
0: yeah. yeah. I'm gonna have to look a little bit into it because I know when it, it, it's fairly
1: new, right? It's oh, out yeah. for a little bit, but well, it's new ish because um the crazy thing about it is um So the DOD had a big contract war between SIG and Glock to see who was going to be the new sidearm for the military. Oh, right. Yeah, and then I would say fortunately slash unfortunately, SIG won. I only say unfortunately because I'm a big Glock person, and Mm -hmm. with it I love the safe action trigger kind of mechanisms and everything. But they won. Um, When they came into service, though, with their um, P320M17s, they were having issues immediately out the door with... um, uh, rounds being uh shot off even holstered oof yeah so that's you, a huge deal yeah so you had all these service members that were getting holes blown in their thighs and boots <laughs> and everything else and i'm just like you know what you're better off throwing that into the abyss and you are a grenade
0: yeah definitely not a good
1: idea holy smokes yeah so there was that big mess with it but. so how
0: do you uh how do you feel about the etf and them trying to get all in the uh stocks and whatnot
1: um, honestly, that's just going to be a never ending battle Yeah. because what was it last year? They almost became victorious. And then the immediate turnaround of now nah, you can go buy, uh, uh, your braces again and everything.
0: Mm-hmm. It's like, I know the, um, who's the brand? Why isn't it talking on the top of my head? Um, SBA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, they're big into braces. I know they're huge. Oh Yeah. But my newest favorite one is I'm more into, like, trying to make a different style, kind of like Call of Duty, you know what I mean? Like oh, for the, sure. the custom <laughs> look, you know what I mean? But also look for functionality. Yeah. So when I found out the SBR loopholes that um, – and if you guys are doing this, do your own research because, you know, you have to understand the laws are different in
1: every state. Ex- extremely. Especially, um, I don't know if a lot of people have noticed lately, um, just a couple of days ago in Washington State, they passed a law stating that um, – they're doing a big ban on high-capacity magazines. What's high capacity? So anything over 10 rounds or more? Jeez. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah, one of my buddies that has a company out in Washington, he had to do like a big emergency pre-ban sale on all of his 30-round uh, mags.
0: That's crazy. Because, yeah, I mean, for those that are not affiliate, uh, affiliate in the gun world, I mean, standard when you usually get an AR-15 or any kind of rifle like that, um, it's like 30 rounds. 30 yeah, it's usually I mean?
1: about 20 to 30 that comes uh, uh, standard with it. Um, yeah, they, they do make 10 rounders for ARs, but honestly, do you really want only 10 rounds for your AR? Yeah. But what I was going to tell you about the SBR, I've become a big
0: fan of the loophole once I understand about the tail hook. Mm-hmm. So I like to get the the billet um, buffered tube and then also just get a tail hook, which is like 200 bucks, Yeah. but then it folds out, so it turns into a brace, so that would... Uh, it's still kind of in a gray area. I don't know. But uh, it's borderline
1: borderlineish. So far,
0: I haven't had any issues. It just sucks having to get all those tax stamps for everything. Yeah. You know, like, oh, my God. You got to pay extra money just to get a tax stamp to SBR. Um, but, yes. yeah, shout out to all the states that, that, that can't play with guns. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> sorry for you all, but, hey, we'll have the fun for you. Yeah, we'll have the extra fun for you. Cool, man. So what any other kind of laws are happening these days? I mean, I'm sure you keep up with it.
1: Uh, I'm trying to as much as I can. I'm a little bit behind on a few other things, especially um, I found that out um, two days ago on that law being passed. It was like a uh, 20 vote on it. So... Mm -hmm. Definitely a landslider. Well, I follow the
0: NRA on Instagram and social media, and they usually are pretty active with keeping people updated. And also, I thought it was really cool because, you know, huge organizations like that, when we were fighting the SBA issue, they were just like, here's the link. And they were providing all the information. I need everyone to get on here, sign this. You know, we got to fight this or else there's going to be issues. You know, Right. So, but I did notice during that time when they were going through the, the SBR braces that, Anywhere I went, they were just completely gone. Oh yeah, so they made a lot of money back then. <laughs> whoever yeah. you know, the SBR braces were
1: doing that. Yeah, and then now that uh, the ATF just um, are doing a re-investigation on braces and everything else, um, I could see in probably another major purchase spike in braces again. Mm-hmm. Again, that's crazy. Yeah, because I love them uh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Because I remember back in the day when. Um, braces were a really, really hot issue for the ATF, and they were basically saying, "Oh, well, you have a brace, good for you. However, you still have to um, fire it out like a like a pistol." Right. So, at that time, I found one of the craziest loopholes was a cheek brace. Oh, whoa. Yeah. cheek brace. Yeah. Oh, um, that
0: little uh, this is like a piece of plastic you just pop on there and it's kind of just up against your cheek yeah exactly so
1: uh bastion arms actually had them at the time i don't know if they still make them but yeah that was my biggest loophole when i was doing my builds was slapping that on there
0: dude back in the early days and i'm not afraid to admit before i even knew the knowledge i know now about guns is uh vertical grips dude that's a big deal yep oof that's a big deal i remember uh went to a friend came over and this was years ago it's just like (laughs) he's like yo man do you uh you know that vertical grip you have on there? And I was like, yeah, it's badass, huh? And he's like, y- you can't do that. <laughs> get, well, it looks like it's that. going on the shotgun. <laughs> oh, well. But, yeah, I mean, there's like 45-degree vert grips now. So, I mean, there's yeah. different options variations you can do. Um, there are a lot of really funky hand grips out there these days. Like yeah. If, I feel like a lot of companies these days are just trying to be new and innovative, but – Oh, I've, hugely. I've tried them, and the functionality one, I think it was called the Nighthawk or Night something, mm-hmm. but it was kind of like a, a, it was a grip where you can put your index finger over it, and then your remaining three fingers underneath, and it holds it pretty steady. Yeah. At least that's what they market it
1: as. Yeah, there's a few uh, out there like that. I know Strike Industries makes a couple like that, and they also have, a, like, a, have like a hand stop uh, guard. Yeah, that might have been them through Strike Industries. They actually make good products. Oh, they've been blowing it out of the water last year with their product lineup, mm-hmm. and- I've been amazed with it, and I was just going strong with their products and of course, every time I get out there and demo with them, I'm like, "Hey, guys, this held up. what do you think? it's like beautiful yeah
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I think Bravo makes that bulk carry group right? yeah b c m yeah, so I converted um my main one that I use for training to the Bravo, and it's been a game changer. I used to have uh spike um I forget the name of it, but It does make a huge difference when you upgrade the bolt carrier group. Oh, of course. Yeah. There was less jams. I was never having any issues or anything like that. And um, just spending an extra couple hundred bucks. Another big thing. It's worth it. Yeah. With the ammo these days, um, have you heard about the, I'm sure you have, (laughs) (laughs) rhetorical question, but the CMMG um, bolt carrier group that you convert Mm -hmm. for AR into uh, 22? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was a game changer for me.
1: Oh, yeah. That totally
0: blew my mind on that one. Because I'm spending, what, $30 for uh, 20 rounds or more Mm -hmm. for 5.56. And I was like, what am I doing? Yeah. Yeah. And every bullet
1: was just like a a punch to the gut. (laughs) Oh, yeah. As soon as I get up to the the line with that box or that bulk, Mm -hmm. I'm just like, oh, I can feel it in my heart and in my bank.
0: Yeah. And the only way where it doesn't hurt you is when you're buying in bulk like 1,000 rounds plus. It's true. But, like, who has the coin for that to do that much training Yeah. And spend that kind of money.
1: So, I mean, some people do, but. Yeah. And kudos out to y'all who do. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I would love to be going to the range, like, every other weekend instead of like, oh, hey, cool. I went this weekend. I got to wait two months now.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So,
1: yeah, when I did that uh, conversion, I mean, that
0: saves so much in ammo, dude. Oh, it does. Yeah. But when you were working um, in sales for guns, when you saw that ammo spike, like, how crazy was it
1: when you saw people waiting in line? It was bad. Really? It. Every day it was, uh, I would say, an episode and an issue because um, with that big ammo spike in demand, um, yeah, people were just lining up to basically, in turn, just grab what they could Mm -hmm. and not leave anything behind. Mm -hmm. Because we had people that were coming in spending hundreds, if not thousands, on ammo. Yeah, it's great. Even if they didn't
0: care on the price. But I'm big in, like there's a difference between having brass and mm-hmm. then also having home defense. Yeah. Like there is a difference. There because is. When I found out that when you are like, if someone breaks into your home and you're, you're shooting God forbid, you'd never have to be in that situation. Yeah. No but, kidding. But brass will go through things and you don't know who or what is on the other side of that wall mm-hmm. or the, the thing. But for home defense, like Hornady's like I do, um that stuff is built for you shoot something it it ends there
1: yeah exactly and And same way with the ammo i get from badlands mm -hmm. uh, because yeah you never want to be caught up in that scenario i mean i get and understand self-defense obviously self-defense plays Mm -hmm. but you also have to realize as well that for example someone breaks into your home they have to be physically planted in your house they can't just be Oh, I noticed them on the front lawn. I'm going to take them away right Right. here.
0: Or they're kicking in the door and they haven't actually broke entry. Yeah. You know, there's, there's some, even though you're, you know, what's going to happen next. Like if you were in that situation, you're like, okay, there's a reason why you're kicking down my door. So you have a purpose of trying to get in here. Exactly. Um, But at least hopefully by then you're like ready. Yeah. I mean, God forbid you never have to be in that situation, though. So Yeah, because
1: I, I see a lot of people out there looking like uh, Danny DeVito in that meme, just like, so anyways, I started blasting away. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, man, that's hilarious. I should, I should bring
1: the, uh, the gun bank back now. So <laughs> be good now. So, yeah, I, I see a lot of people playing off on that basis that, yeah, I'm just going to blow them away. It's like you say that now, but once you're in the actual scenario basis, It's a different sheet of music, my friend.
0: Yeah, because when you go get your CCW, the the main concern that they try to tell you is to make it known Mm -hmm. that, you know, you shoot someone, you're going to jail until you're proven innocent. So, like, that's at least one thing that they kept hammering nonstop when I was getting the training. all the time. Because
1: I remember in my class, uh, surprisingly I remember, um, that, yeah, if you're in a basis of whether you're at a 7-Eleven just wanting to get... Uh, slushy, or you're at home just chilling watching Star Wars, and someone just comes uh, kicking and screaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to get real, but you got to realize as well that you can't just go blasting away just because you got a firearm. Right.
0: You want yeah. to make sure that if you have other people in your house too, that they're in a safe environment as well. Yeah. So, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, I hear these stories. Um, what was that couple out? I forget what state it was. You remember they came out um, during the. Uh, riots, and then they came out of their house and they were, like, waving their...
1: Oh, um, out in, uh, I think it was uh, Kansas City? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I forget
0: the names of them, man. uh,
1: I totally drew a blank on the names, but yeah, I remember that big controversy where, what was it? They had uh, a group protesting outside their house, and Mm -hmm. then they both came out. One was holding a Colt AR, (laughs) and the wife was holding, like, this little, like... (laughs)
0: revolver, like, old school style.
1: Yeah, had, like, this little James Bond-looking piece on her, and she's just... Triggered as a plan, just nowhere in sight, and she's just waving around like, get off my lawn.
0: Yeah, and I just, I'm, I'm like waiting in the, in the movie, just, or the, the the, scene, just to see him going like, you know. Ooh. Ooh. But it didn't happen. Oh, nope. But God, like, think about it, though. If you were in their shoes, mm-hmm. and people, there's hundreds of people storming down your street, and they have a look on their face with a demeanor and everything going on in the world at that time. Like, what are you supposed to think? You know, like these people were had intentions to try to do something. Yeah. Had they not done that to scare them off, which I'm not saying anyone do that. No,
1: I mean, <laughs> I, I get and understand that you want to feel safe and defended, but that doesn't mean go out there looking like Johnny Rambo over there and start flagging everyone down. Right. Yeah.
0: And there, there could have been other ways to handle that, but I'm sure, you know, old school people, they, you know, yeah, just like back in the day, you know, you talk some shit, dude, you're getting knocked into the teeth. And I'm sure oh, yeah. that's probably how old those people are. Yeah. So.
1: Or like, um, what was it? Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Cal Rittenhouse. Yeah. When he oh, got that to that big them, yeah. old scenario. Yeah.
0: I was cheering him on the whole time, dude. Honestly. Um, I don't care if I get flack for that or not.
1: I mean, I've gotten flack left and right for it, which people have their opinions. I yeah. get that. But otherwise, um, I definitely have seen like different sides of the story and everything else, especially... A boy who was, well, I shouldn't say a boy, but a man who went out to Kenosha and everything else. Uh, My question was, like, what would you want to do out there when you were from another state Mm -hmm. and you went out there with your firearm? But granted, you acted in self-defense. It was there in the video as well. Mm -hmm. And the person you took down was a known and convicted uh, child rapist. Yeah. Yeah. And that But yet, in the case...
0: But yeah, I didn't find that out till after. Yeah. You know, when you're first getting all that news thrown on you, you just look like a murderer. And then once you hear the other side... And I waited a few months, you know, until the trial to make my official decision in my brain what I thought was right or wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't just like, oh, when I found out, you know, I had to make sure. Yeah, exactly. You know? But yeah,
1: um, I could say, though, during his, uh, his trial casing, mm-hmm. I went completely ape when... Um, the defense attorney Oh my god He's a retard Oh my he Short buzz hero man God I hope he gets fired Like why would you I didn't understand The air was empty But why would you Still go out there Put your finger On the freaking trigger And then point it At the entire Audience and jury Yeah Like really
0: Oh yeah When I saw that Yeah I and lost it Dude uh, I think my sister Was watching it live During that time <laughs> she sent me like a video recording of that part when it was happening live and said yeah. it to me, I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. I lost my shit on that one. This guy is trying to convince you why guns are bad. And then he points it at the whole audience. Like, dude. Yeah. Get out of here, man. And not to mention that when they all do the defense attorneys, they do jack shit about guns. Oh yeah. You know, it's like, if you're going to get someone on that case, wouldn't you want someone that has some experience personally? Right. Not just some, done some training.
1: Yeah. Not some random person where, oh, it doesn't matter if it's empty. It's yeah. it's still whatever. It's a paperweight right now. It's it's more than just a paperweight. Yeah. Like, you got to realize, if you're going to act like this with an unloaded firearm, mm-hmm. I am deathly afraid to see how you are in a range with a loaded firearm, no even on safe.
0: I mean, how many times I've seen people that just, like, you know, they think that they're done. Yeah. And then you go, and I always, every single time, like, regardless if I'm done, when mm-hmm. I go through a, 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 a scenario, I always cock it back, and I make sure there's no... Yeah, Anything I always
1: slide it back to ensure it's unloaded mm-hmm. because no matter what, even if it's I'm at home and I pick up one of my pieces or I'm going to a range, always, always ensure it's empty.
0: Oh, yeah. And uh, also, if you do ever get jammed, <laughs> make sure you, uh, at least this is what I do and what <laughs> I was told, just take out the entire magazine first. Yeah. And then slowly see if you can fix the situation. Nine times out of 10, you can if you're doing it Right. Right. But, you know, I've just seen people, they get jammed and they just lay it down. And it's just like, dude, don't do that. That's the worst thing you can do. And hey, I
1: think one of the worst ones I ever saw was someone took the magazine out after it jammed and they slammed the buttstock of the oh, rifle on the counter. Like facing the ceiling? Yeah oh uh, why oh uh, talk about cringe
0: man dude no kidding
1: thankfully they got ejected off the range but still yeah. that fact they're like you're just a couple of boots away from me really dude no kidding man and this was someone that was barking at me because um the ar pistol i was firing at the time i put a custom muzzle brake on it so mm-hmm. it definitely uh screams when you fire it yeah and just going oh that is completely unnecessary oh my god so, yeah you know what it's my piece my build let me do let me do me well, I don't even know the number, but let's
0: just say it is a lot of people that now own guns than don't own guns. It has so definitely uh increased a lot, yeah, I would say at least half. i wanna throw that out there. I should do some more research before I throw these numbers out, but I wanna say at least half mm-hmm. I would say of Americans these days now have one at,
1: at least, least, yeah, because least I noticed um once uh it started the, the pandemic started hitting more um. A lot of people who were very uh, unsupportive anti-gun. and mm-hmm. anti-gun uh, were actually buying firearms because they started coming out saying, I don't feel safe. I don't feel secure. Mm-hmm. was well, coincidental, huh? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, really now? Tell me more.
0: Yeah. I've come to find out people that um, when I was really big into guns and learning guns and stuff back in the day, and they were just like, why would you need one? Yeah. Like, that, are you intending to do something? And I'm like, No. You know, I just think it's, well, first off, it's the Americanist fuck thing to do. Right. And then, too, like, it is good, you know, to not just defend yourself, but your family.
1: Right. You know? Firm believer of Second Amendment right to bear arms. Yeah. I want to defend myself, my family, my loved ones in the event. This isn't anything that, oh, well, one day I feel like blasting this person away. Yeah, or it's like nothing that. It's to nothing, do with that. No, nothing like that at all. Most
0: people do have a good head on their shoulders. Granted, there are a few that don't. Uh, but most of the time, it's good intentions. And I basically, my analogy, when I when I tell anyone to go on that topic, it's, I'd rather have, you know, my shield and armor. Exactly. And, and not need it than need it in the event that something did happen. Right.
1: Because people look at me like I'm nuttier than a damn fruitcake when they find out that I... I have a truck gun. Mm-hmm. I have an EDC. Mm-hmm. And along with a battle belt, that or a plate carrier with me. Samsey's. And they're like, why? Why is that so necessary? Like, Why do you need to ask that question to I've, me? I have two armored vests.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got uh, Spartan armor. Yeah. You heard of Spartan armor? So they're really good. And... Um, Fortunately, they had a. It was like a Christmas sale or something like that, and it was like buy one get one. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yo, Lindsay, what size are you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, because one of my buddies that works over at a, a debt dealer's tactical, um, I'm rocking their vest right now, which nice. Love those guys, veteran owned, veteran operated as well. Cool. Um, make some solid products too, especially on their carriers. Absolutely love them. Been using them for about uh almost five years now. I think really. Yeah. Oh, very cool. I'll have to go check them out, man. Yeah, definitely worth it. Yeah, and uh, I
0: know it's a big deal with getting the right level plates, too. Yeah. I mean, I think level three minimum is probably at least my opinion. At least minimum.
1: Yeah, minimum, definitely. uh, Three plus, um, definitely well worth to look into, especially if you know you're going to go rock and roll and want to test your gear out and ensure that it's going to hold. Definitely rock those plates in there, too. I mean— uh, I, I remember talking to, to Eddie when we were training and I
0: said, dude, how do you feel if I just take out, you know, my full gear? Because, you know, I always wanted that feeling of like, you know, if I really needed to go full gear, you know, and if it isn't the end of the world, zombie apocalypse, like, can I handle this stuff all on me as opposed to the day comes and you put right. all this on, you, can, you don't have the endurance, you can't, you don't know the feeling.
1: And people need to get and understand that mm-hmm. because even for military, we have our moments where we're having to wear like gear for... Eight plus hours full in the day. 50, 100 pounds worth of gear on you. Exactly. Yeah. So you could be the saw gunner who, yeah, you're carrying a 249 and then the ammo that stacks with it. Mm-hmm. You're almost going to be practically waddling with all that equipment on. Yeah,
0: exactly. And it, it did actually throw me off, really. Like it, it rocked my world. Like I was obviously as quick. I wasn't obviously as accurate. Um, it took a while to get used to. Yeah. But now I know that feeling. Like, I know what suits me better, which am I going to choice, you know what I mean, with my belt and which sides that I wanted to put everything on. Exactly.
1: It has to be built straight for you because if you're just going out there with a, a jacked up uh, belt and everything else mm-hmm. and you are just funneling around with your equipment and materials… You're already screwed. Yeah. I think it's okay like
0: when you're first starting to cheap out a little bit on stuff like that. Yeah, you're experimenting. You start, once you start taking it serious and you start doing your research, then investing in the good stuff definitely pays off.
1: Yeah. Or as we come to call it, you're doing your dress rehearsal. Yeah.
0: So I guess another question I had for you, um, when you were doing the whole gun sales and you actually got to deal with people face to face, me as a consumer, when I would stand in line, like when the lines were huge. I literally heard multiple times, different shops, every single time I went at least once or twice, the person at the front, uh, Hey, um, I've never owned a gun before. I don't know how to shoot guns before. Like, what does this thing do?
1: Oh, all the time there. Oh,
0: that was one thing. It didn't hit me until that, that happened. Yeah. Where I was like, I think it's a good idea. I don't know if that'll ever happen. Just to get some training experience.
1: No, definitely you go out and buy one. No, i I've, I've turned customers away that have told me that mm-hmm. because I've told them if you've never fired any type of firearm at all, mm-hmm. and the closest thing you've ever remotely gotten to was like a squirt gun or something. <laughs> <laughs> I got a Nerf gun at home. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's like, oh, fired a spring loaded Nerf. Congratulations. However, comma. You're entering a new chapter here.
0: Yeah. Or so, you get a just full grown magnum. You know what I mean? Oh As the like dirty your, hairy oh, style. Oh God, what are you doing? Yeah. My father in law, dude, he got he got a, a pretty badass Magnum. He probably doesn't want me talking about his guns, but <laughs> I swear, man. I mean, I got smaller hands than him, dude. He is built like a brick. Oh man. Luckily I'm on his side and we're very cool. Because he is he's a big dude. Like muscular. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, he's like He's like, go ahead and, and, and feel this, and my hand almost fell. <laughs> I was like, clunk clunk, and uh, I was like, dude, I can barely hold the whole thing. Like, oh my that's god, that's how big it was, and that was the first time I experienced it. But um, that and it, shoot, uh, fifty fifty cal, and I was just, oh like, yeah, yeah, I was blown away. But uh, I was like, damn, are you hunting elephants?
1: <laughs> that's that's how it feels when uh some of the people that have shot my uh my mows yeah. Yeah, because that thing's practically an elephant gun by itself. Dude, we got to go out shooting sometime. I'm just like, you
0: know, I I won't go shooting with someone that I've never known or, you know what I mean? And that's just an unknown thing. So, like, if you guys are out there and you're asking someone to train you or go out with you, like, don't be surprised if, um, especially if they've been in military and been in situations and they've seen everything and done that. Mm -hmm. Like, don't be surprised if they tell you no. Yeah. You know, don't be mad at them. They're, just, they're there to help you. Exactly. And and they want you to be safe. Like, um, you know, luckily I knew Eddie for a while um, before hitting him up and saying, hey, can we train? Yeah. Um, And then he was cool enough to let me, you know, pay him in ammo, which I thought was you know, pretty <laughs> rad because I was like, I had more ammo than training. So. Hey, it's
1: a good compromise. Yeah.
0: And I was just like, here, here's
1: a bunch of ammo and let's just train. Yeah. And um, th- that worked out. Because I can definitely account for a numerous moments where I've taken people shooting that never had experience or training or let alone been in the military at all mm-hmm. and they look at me and they mumble under their breath I'm like oh Trap's such an asshole like what is he doing it's like, yeah i'm trying to help you out because no one else is gonna
0: i swear like if they're and i keep referencing back that zombie apocalypse because it's the only <laughs> thing i can reference for people listening but like i swear dude if we ever were in that situation i got 10 homies at least minimum like i know we are going to survive. <laughs> Let's oh, just yeah. say that. Like, and you're on that list, dude. Oh, we'll definitely make a stand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm like, I know you got my back. I got your back. Like, anything could go down. So.
1: Oh, you know it, bro.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So if that ever happened, hopefully it doesn't. Nah. Cool, man. Let's see how far we're at so far. We're
1: at an hour 20.
0: Nice. That's actually pretty good. That's pretty solid. Yeah. Do you remember what we talked about in the last <laughs> podcast?
1: Um, I know we briefly went into... Uh, My background for military, of course, talking about guns. uh, We hit a little bit on uh, how we all pretty much knew each other from the music industry Mm -hmm. and everything out here, including uh, one of my my best friends, Jeffrey, who uh, we all knew as well. Mm And I remember we... semi skimmed over my uh my motorcycle accident i had but we oh, never yeah. really like got a chance to go full in depth onto that
0: yeah but you're still riding these days oh yeah i'm pulled I'm up not gonna to the let, shop
1: multiple times yeah i'm not gonna let one accident stop me yeah so what happened with that so the wild thing was i was heading back home one night on my bike after meeting a few friends and um some guy in a crazy lifted truck, wasn't paying attention and just cut right in front of me. No turning indicator on whatsoever uh, from my motorcycle to his truck. Our braking distance was probably less than 20 meters. Jeez. So of course, I I kind of froze. I tried to downshift. I didn't catch it in time. So I ended up dumping and flipping over my bike Oof. and go figure. The dude realized what happened and sped off. Are you serious? Yeah. Hit and run? He, it was a hit and run. So oh, he man. sped off. I went basically tumbleweeding into an intersection. And I laid there um, looking at the night sky. And I honestly said to myself, yo, I should have just died right now. Yeah. Because I'm, I still get flack for this. And it is what it is. I wasn't wearing a helmet that night either. Yeah. Like the only real protection I had on me was wearing my jeans, my gloves, and my eye protection. Wow, that was pretty much it. And I barrel rolled right into that intersection. He sped off, and of course, I have people that were there uh, getting out of their vehicles, just screaming over and over, just going like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! He's dead!" (laughs) And I just y'all out uh, only on the inside. But thank you. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm on like I'm still alive. (laughs) You know,
0: not yeah. Uh, a meat a meat sack just chilling right here exactly not yet no that's good dude i'm glad you're still here thanks yeah and uh you're a very smart dude i I, i'm just glad you're still here because thanks bro yeah that would be nuts even though we met after that situation yeah um that just goes to show me that you still have you still have a reason to be here oh definitely a lot more to do so
1: yeah because like i said that that type of scenario an accident would have normally killed someone oh yeah and um thankfully and surprisingly yeah i only walked out with a little bit of road rash on my leg and uh, some scuffs on my my shoes and gloves that i had on that night Mm -hmm. and uh, on my bike the only tolls that happened were some scuffs on the handlebars um a couple of dents in my gas tank and my foot peg shifter broke nice other than that nothing crazy yeah
0: i know that we're uh we just had a podcast this morning that I was talking to Justin with Saddleman Seats, and yeah. uh, he was telling me the story, and He got pretty much a similar situation. Someone totaled his bike, which sucks. Oh, man. It's just like, you know what I mean? Like, pay attention to the freaking road, man.
1: Yeah, and... I get it all the time where people look at me like, oh, why would you want to ride that death machine? And I look back and like, I don't know. Why do you want to ride in your car? That's a death machine.
0: Yeah. I mean, it can happen in anything, really. I mean, just it, it, it's not just motorcycles. There's people no. like a uh, car accidents and everything every single day.
1: Yeah. There's more car accidents and motorcycle accidents, let alone it's the same thing for uh, firearms. People tell me, oh, wow. Why, why would you want to operate one? I'm like, uh, I don't know why I want to operate a car. So. Right. Yo. Yo say what's up, man? What's up?
0: <laughs> I was, uh, I was getting a uh, video uh, to post on the Instagram. That oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So i am have to post that
1: up. Totally. Cool. But, yeah, I always get it from every, every spectrum of, oh, well, why would you want to own a deadly tool? Or, oh, why would you want to ride a deadly tool? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Why do you uh, train to go get your driver's license so you can go drive a car? Dude, I mean, you can just be walking down the street and get hit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it,
0: if you're living in fear like that your entire life— you know what I mean? It's yeah. Like you're not really living. No, it's cheesy, you, but like that's no, if true. you let
1: fear dictate your life, you've already lost. Yeah. You don't have a life. You're shackled. Yeah. Exactly. Because we only have one life. Mm-hmm. Go out there, have some variety. Don't don't be a, a normal Joe schmo and just live day by day, hour by hour kind of thing. Yeah. Like go out there and do something worthwhile. Go have something exciting done in your life. Yeah. That's why I love doing what I do. Where being in the military, doing all these marathons and trifectas and going out and, I mean, I don't want to, yeah, yeah, experiencing life. I don't want to make it say like, oh, be a total badass because I don't want to sound egotistical. Well, you are a badass, one. too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I know you're really, really subtle about it, but Yeah. <laughs>
1: Because yeah, like I said, you only have one life get out there and do something with it Yeah,
0: that's true, man. And i'm glad you said that, you know, it's one thing to not just remind myself But everyone that's listening, hopefully Yeah, you know and we get it, you know Everyone has a redundant life and most likely everyone's doing the same thing every single day But just remember to like take some time, you know and enjoy your life Yeah, enjoy the people that you're surrounded with too
1: and uh, like I almost live it to a sense of uh, A saying that was told to me by a buddy of mine years ago. Um Life's journey is not to arrive at the grave in a well-preserved body, but to rather go in side, sideways, scuffed up, totally worn out, shouting, wow, what a ride. Dude, that's a good quote. Right? I don't know if I could ever put it on my grave. That's kind of long, <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty good. Like, as soon as I heard that, it was like, you know what? That's a real deal thing to me. Yeah. I, but I, that's
0: who, like, you know, these days, I like to hang around people that do have that mindset, yeah. you know, because honestly- There are a lot of people out there that are very afraid. They've had situations. We've all had experiences, right? Oh, always. But being a person that lets that dictate the rest of your life, you know, that kind of defeats the whole purpose of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, totally. Like I I do feel like every single one of us are on here to do something. Oh, for and sure, bro. regardless of what it is or people just out there in the world listening to my beautiful voice, I, maybe that's my purpose. Hey, I can no, listen to it all day. <laughs> <laughs> I did have a person that uh, did listen to our podcast, and they're like, dude, you have a podcast voice. And I don't know. I, I think I, I just mess with the settings to make it sound like that. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. And I, I thought, you know, maybe I do. Maybe I don't. Maybe I suck. I don't know. But I'm just enjoying it and having fun.
1: Hey, that's all that matters. You enjoy it. You love it. And it's a passion.
0: Cool. Well, is there anything other topics you want to talk about, dude? Um, oh, I usually ask people, like, if you were to join a band, like, I I only ask this to people that I know that are really into music. Yeah. If you were to join a band, what instrument would you play? Still got to rock the drums. Still got to rock the drums. That's three for three so far that I've asked. Yep. Everyone's in at least said the drums.
1: Another one said the drums and guitar, but that doesn't count. We're going to count that towards drums. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Because honestly, it would be, I want to, stick with drums because that's been my passion, everything when I was in my bands. Wait, before we wrap this up, dude, yeah, yeah, you yeah. did say that you do play drums. Yes. Wait, but how long? I've been doing drums for about uh, eight years now. Really? Yeah. Dude, you, well, you should post some stuff on Instagram, man. I need to find my old videos still. Oh, uh, yeah. Cause so I just found like a whole little cache of like uh, memory cards from back when I did all my other races and uh, concerts and things like that. Mm-hmm. So now I'm just going through like trying to edit all of them and, so it, I can upload them.
0: So did you play just like, uh, was it just kind of like
1: fast tempo kind of beats? Or did you do like uh, I did a... I did a pretty crazy mix on uh, drums because mm-hmm. with it, yeah, I love, I love metal, which everyone's like, wait, you're black and you love metal? <laughs> Righteous, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's all the time. But now yeah. Um, yeah, being a musician and a drummer, you got to explore so many different genres mm-hmm. because I could have... One day where I decide, you know what, I definitely want to keep it mellow, do some, uh, some blues like old BB King style or mm, something like that. Yeah. Or definitely for sure have my crazy heavy hitting days where I'll do a sound of like Mashuga or something like that. Yeah.
0: I mean, blues have really been um, over the last, I would say, three or four years, I've been really hitting it hard with blues. Man. Oh, yeah. It's a different vibe. Like, I like the blues grass style oh, absolutely um, and then obviously the old school like i'll listen to jazz every once in a while if i'm in the mood or just like having a cigar just chilling oh of course um kind of it depends on the scenery but man like a lot of the bigger old school blues uh you know uh, people
1: like they are a huge part of the culture that kind of is not really talked about that often Oh no, and uh it makes me sad honestly that not a whole lot of uh people out there especially musicians Mm-hmm. Uh, dive into blues anymore because like, it's not like the cool thing like these days
0: it's just like you know
1: i'm gonna be a rapper but i'm gonna make a beat and yeah that's all it is <laughs> yeah that's all it is for them that or they want to do some goofy little poppy project on my, my-
0: island boy <laughs> yes, island, island boys. boys. <laughs> <laughs> man we sounded better than them that was in sync <laughs> dude all we had to do is get a bunch of tattoos all over you got tattoos but i mean we got our ink we just got to tattoo our faces um, grow out that crazy funky hair. I mean, you and I got the same long, I mean, long top hair. Yeah. We got the long top hair hairstyle on the back. I mean, mine's a little all over the place right now. <laughs> That's usually where I wear a beanie or a hat. For those that ask why I always wear a beanie and a hat, <laughs> taking my hat off, unless I have a haircut, it's not a good time. So, and I'm too busy to get a haircut these days. So when I do, I like to rock it.
1: I mean, mine's just simple pomade in the hair and then just call it a day.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm gonna rock on for a little bit more now that we're talking about tattoos. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, who is your artist?
1: Uh, mine have been a mix, honestly. Okay. So mine too. From a different artist stateside and uh, different countries as well.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. So what's your favorite one that you have?
1: Um, oh, wow. Definitely. Yeah, I see you
0: do have Star Wars.
1: Guilty as charged. Yeah, you see a Tie Fighter. Yeah, my entire right arm, all the way up to my back, is all Star Wars. Do you have the Millennium Falcon on you? I do not, but I have oh, Slave I see One. The Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah. So I have Slave One. I have a Star Destroyer, the Tire Interceptor. Uh, I definitely want to get more done up. Um, I'm almost thinking finish it all off with like an old era style, like Knights of the Oh, Republic, Ooh, and nice. keep going up because. Nice. Uh, I have Darth Maul tattooed on my back as well. Really? Yep. Dude, you're gonna have to show me that. That's yeah. Cool. So I have Darth him Maul's up probably one
0: of my favorite characters. Right.
1: Definitely yeah. one of mine. Uh, I have him done up differently though. So like you know the old Japanese oni mask. Yeah. Yeah. So I have his face done up in that style. It's like the henny mask. Yep. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I love that style. Yeah. So I have him done up with that like aggro looking face. Really.
0: So. So it's more of like a I want to I don't want to say neo traditional but it looks mm-hmm. more like realistic.
1: Yeah. So, a big mix of that. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah. So definitely. All that up there, um, uh, about half, if not a quarter, to my right leg is Nightmare for Christmas. Oh, I love that. I, I love... Favorite movie, dude. One of my top favorites, and I love... We just became best friends. <laughs> <laughs> I love that gothic style and everything yeah. else. And, um, like, those are some of my favorites. Uh, my top overall, honestly, is probably on my ribs, mm-hmm. um, which sucks Ow. to do yeah sucks out loud yeah four and a half hours in the chair where i just wanted to punch a hole in the and wall and
0: if you enjoy that you're a psycho <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> like i heard people that are like it's not that bad
1: yeah like, for all of you that you say no it's soul. not that bad exactly there's something wrong with you yeah what about
0: your uh, left arm
1: so on my left um i see I, we the people yeah so i have that um i have uh your poison won't claim me which uh that was a bit of a uh, piece done for my past relationship experiences because mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people look at it as uh, failures, mm-hmm. but I look at it as learning lessons. Yeah, dude, that's the best way to look at things. Yeah, I like that because everyone just thinks, Oh, I failed, I suck. This is it for me. It's, no, you take that lesson in life, you learn, and you build from it. Yeah, as long as
0: you're not making that mistake twice, yeah, and you just learn from it and you grow from it, dude,
1: that's all that matters. Don't the- be just walking down the road kicking the can along going oh great there's nothing else i could do from this
0: yeah. uh there's a lot you could do from it or oh I, dude i've heard plenty of times you know guys just in i can only speak on the guy's perspective but i know girls too but they'll go through a bad experience and just be like all guys are the same or all girls are the same and it's like no they're not no they're dude. not there is someone out there that'll match your style and, and support you
1: and be there for you. They're yeah. out there. You just you just don't want to do it, you lazy fuck. Exactly. <laughs> or as I've come to say now, look, there's someone out there for everyone because guess what? There's 8 billion people in the world. If Adolf Hitler can get Ava Braun, <laughs> there's someone <laughs> out there for someone. That's true.
0: <laughs> he had quite the personality. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's a good analogy, man. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Maybe because I'm not thinking about Adolf Hitler. <laughs> <Like, laughs> Wow. Um, and I see you have Death death Before Dishonor.
1: Yep. So got that under my Mythosaur. Nice. Nice. So I guess, yeah, a little military strike on that one. I which, like that. with me, if anyone wants to classify me as something, I classify as Mandalorian.
0: Yeah. So if you were to choose the dark side is the choice of you, you would do that? Absolutely. They just seem a lot cooler. Can uh, I just say that?
1: Yeah. They, okay. yeah. I, I like that dark rage honestly I don't yeah. like that full restriction the Jedi have
0: yeah and uh, seeing the whole story of how like Anakin turned into who he did mm-hmm. uh, I, it totally makes sense now yeah and I was like man that dude had some power
1: yeah he has some power and a lot of suffering to go
0: with it though you, uh, quick question while you're on the topic yeah um, and I don't want to take too much longer because we've got to wrap it up here in a second but who, who is Grogu everyone keeps saying that they think it was Yoda can we clear that up for a lot of people
1: who is he? Where did he come from? That's what actually I've been trying to research. Dude, I watched
0: John. two whole freaking series.
1: Yeah, I mean, granted, they showed that that flashback from Order sixty six when they're in the temple. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously, yeah, of the same species, but it hasn't been fully cleared up on like where exactly does the child roll up from, dude?
0: And that like, and then that part where he had to choose between taking the armor or the lightsaber and he ended up taking the armor, I was like, oh,
1: man, that's his homie right there. I mean, I kind of would be on the same sense (laughs) of, like, Luke just shot at me. What the hell? (laughs) I would have
0: taken the lightsaber, honestly, man, because who doesn't want a lightsaber, you know what I mean? Yeah, you got a point, but I
1: don't know. After uh, getting that training pro release and being restricted of eating food,
0: uh like, you're like, dude, I'm hungry. It's like, Master Luke's a jerk. Yeah, yeah. You're really hardcore with your training, man. Yeah. I don't feel your training with Yoda was that hard. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh,
1: man. Like, he took it easy on you. You just went full into the deep end with me.
0: Yeah. I'm not saying, like, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, so anyone listening, if you bring up conversations about Star Wars and we're not, like, really close, I probably won't continue that conversation, but... <laughs> don't worry. Is. That's my department. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I got select like, friends that are huge Star Wars fans, so, um, but... I mean, it's a cool series, dude. It is. Yeah. Like yeah. I said, I'm more into like the end of the world type stuff.
1: It's yeah. And I definitely don't mind those either.
0: Yeah. Like Deadpool. That's probably one of my favorite. Oh, yeah. Hardcore like, favorite. Personality, gore, blood, explosions. That's comedy. Like my style. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And comedy thrown in there. Like Ryan Reynolds is a genius. So. All right, man. So shout out to Ryan Reynolds. Hopefully
1: you can uh, listen to this podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, if you're out there listening on this, you're awesome. Love your work in Deadpool. Yeah. And come if out with a third. rises. us. Come hither.
0: Yes. We will be friends. Yes. All right, man. So we're going to wrap it up here. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to come out here. Uh, you know, and it, I hope you guys got something out of this. Um, I'm sure you did. You know, it, it's always fun sitting here talking with homies. Um, you know, it's been a while since we did this podcast. Oh, definitely. So I'm glad this one, I think probably went a little bit, a little bit smoother, a little bit better.
1: Oh yeah. I definitely say a really solid uh, episode here. <laughs>
0: yeah. Maybe we'll bring out um, Roddy and do like a part two. I guess it would be part three. Um, I would say,
1: yeah, part three.
0: Yeah, it would be technically a part three. Um, But yeah, we're going to start doing this more frequent. Hopefully, guys, uh, go ahead and subscribe. Um, This one's about an hour and 40 minutes. Dude, this is the longest one so far. Cha-ching, bro. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) Nice. All right, so hopefully you guys enjoy this one. Uh, We just talked about guns. You know what I mean? Oh, Brat, brat, brat. Oh, and then, oh. Oh, I'm having way too much. Like, listen oh, to this, this dude. I have it all set up where it's like, it sounds like a huge gunfight. You know, you got your gun and then boom. And then you're like, oh, and the alarms are going up. It's like, oh, folks, oh, it's getting
1: real. Let's go.
0: Yeah. It sounds like a gunfight on this right now. <laughs> so, whoever's listening and you're in your car. <laughs> what are you listening to? <laughs> oh, man. Hey, just keep fun. it extra like that. Yeah. So is there anything you want to shout out, dude? You want to talk about, you know, you you're, your side
1: business basically and you want to talk about anything um definitely everyone that goes out and listens on these episodes you guys are awesome and like i said hey get out there be better than the person you were yesterday just keep going forth with that message and with it uh be sure you catch us out next week at cave creek as well yeah so hey we'll be out there all three days yep friday through sunday Come by, say hi, buy a shirt, see what's up. Check out the other vendors out there as well. Dude, this is why I have
0: good homies, man. I'm always saying, like, talk about you, but then you always talk about me, so I appreciate that, man. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, of course, brother. All right, it was a good time. All right, guys, stay tuned for the next one.
1: Later. (laughs)